Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 30A morning show. Good morning! Presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, 38cottages.com. Hello, everyone. This is Mike Ragsdale with 30A Radio, and we have an extremely special guest uh, today. Uh, we have India Hicks, and you'll be able to meet India Hicks here on Monday, November 2nd, here on 30A as part of the Hive pop-up experience, uh, which is a, a Colleen Duffley production. She's going to be doing a, a book talk and book signing, both at the Hub from 10 a.m. to noon on Monday, November 2nd, and at Nicole Paloma Monet Monet from 3 to 5 p.m. India is a model, designer, author, marathon runner, entrepreneur, style icon, mother of five, TV show host. You might have seen her on uh, Bravo's uh, top design show as the host of the second season. By the way, she's also uh, an heir to the British throne. Um, so that, that kind of looks good on a resume if you can get that. Your father, India, was the famous interior designer David Hicks. Is that right? That's absolutely right. I always do like to say that I'm, I'm so far from the British throne, uh, it's not possible. So there would have to be a gigantic <laughs> earthquake, explosion, hurricane right. before I came <laughs> Something went near. terribly wrong somewhere, yes. right? Okay. Yes. But still, um, but it's kind of cool. I was, I was very blessed. Um, my grandfather certainly was a member of the royal family, and I was very blessed to have been uh, a bridesmaid to Prince Charles and Lady Diana, and he is my godfather. So there are definitely are connections. But believe me, I'm not getting near that throne. But you were the uh, a bridesmaid in Princess Diana's wedding. That's right, yes. And, and as I said, Prince Charles is a very good uh, and considerate godfather. And a lot of people don't know this, but Prince Charles is also a huge proponent of new urbanism, which is, uh, you know, really has its roots here on Scenic Highway 30A in Florida. That is absolutely right. The, the, yes, exactly. Um, he's a huge supporter of that and really works very, very hard to it. And, and indeed, you're a very good example of that. Um, and your grandfather was actually the last viceroy of India. That's right, he was. Um, and uh, indeed, my mother was there uh, during that extraordinary historical time uh, when India was being handed back, given its freedom, becoming independent, uh, 1947, freedom at midnight. And uh, she had a really a, an amazing front row seat to so many of these historical events. She sat with Mahatma Gandhi at prayer meetings. She saw a country on the verge of civil war. And uh, I was given the name India because I was the last grandchild. And you've since uh, gone on to have a very prolific career. You were discovered uh, by Ralph Lauren, I guess. Uh, tell me a little bit about how that evolved. Yes, I know. It's a funny journey that. Um, I was... I, I had taken a course in photography, um, so very much on the other side of the camera, and then was somehow... Uh, um, I, I met a journalist uh, who was doing an article on something called New Beauties. This was a very long time ago. And um, and asked me if I would be interested in doing that. And Ralph Lauren then spotted the, the article and the photographs. And I was booked for my first modeling job uh, on the other side of the camera. And I kept thinking, you know what? It won't last. Uh, the modeling definitely won't last. I'll do this for a little bit and then I'll get back to being a photographer. Um, and of course, actually, the modeling lasted longer than I thought. Um, and I had many amazing adventures. Um, I traveled the world. I saw incredible things. I met fantastic people who I never otherwise would have met. Um, and I really learned how to work as part of a team. Um, and I think that's a very important part of life. Uh, so I certainly don't regret the modeling. Uh, although, if my daughter came to me and said she'd want to be a model, I think possibly I'd try and suggest she did she did something a little more with a little more longevity to it. And so your career um, spanned a lot of different disciplines, and yet you've done all of this. You you live 
on a, a tiny island in the Bahamas. How does that work? I know. It's so weird, isn't it? Uh, there are moments where I do look and think, how, how did I get here? Um, everything really was a very, um, it was a, certainly a very subconscious um, path. Nothing was planned. There was nothing strategic in it. One step led to the next. And really, to simplify the story of how I ended up on an island, my father had built a very remarkable house on a neighboring island. And I had come up to Harbor Island as a child, made, dragged up here to admire the uh, the architecture. Um, Harbor Island, where I live, is really considered the jewel in the crown um, of the Bahamian Islands. And my other half, David, who I had known in a previous life, was an old friend of my sister's, he had also been introduced to the island here and he decided to leave his job in England, give everything up and come and live on this island. And one day we re-met and I fell in love not only with a man, but also a way of life. And we decided to stay. Uh, we really thought we'd take one day at a time. And I look back and realize that was 20 years ago. Uh, but island life, is a strange life, especially on a very small island in the middle of nowhere. There are some similarities to 30A, certainly, the sense of community, um, the sense of, of being um, quite isolated in a good way. Um, but there are also some very difficult uh, periods of living on the island, um, which are different possibly to 30A. We have a three-month hurricane season, which we're going through right now. The island is virtually deserted. There is absolutely no one. When the boat doesn't come, the milk doesn't come, um, we have power outages all the time. Uh, but the, having said that, of course, there are some incredible upsides. Uh, there is a three-mile pink sand beach at the bottom of my garden. Uh, there is an amazing night sky that is um, certainly... Um, more virgin than any sky I see in, in a city. And uh, I don't have any parking tickets. Um, I run my kids to school on a golf cart. Um, so so it, it, it's a wonderful life as well. But it is, it is definitely unexpected. Uh, it is not where I thought I would end up. You know, when we, we first had you here uh, as the uh, host of the inaugural um, Digital Graffiti, um, I remember you came back subsequent years, which kind of surprised me because you weren't coming back for an event. Uh, of course, Colleen Duffley is your friend and uh, we got to know you as a friend. But when you came back, I remember uh, really wanting to plan all of these activities for you. I really wanted to show you everything that 30A had to offer. And what was mildly humorous to me was that the, the, the two biggest things you and the kids wanted to do was you wanted to go to Target at Pier Park, and you wanted to go to the movie theater. You guys were so excited <laughs> that there was a Target and that there was a movie theater you could go to. That's very funny, Mike, that you remember that so well. Um, exactly. And again, that's, you know, that, that's what happens when you live on a tiny island where there is absolutely nothing. Um, there are very few resources. There's certainly no commerce. There's no shopping. There's no, um, there are no movie theaters. There's no dry cleaning. There's no uh, newspapers. Uh, there are very few distractions. Um, so, of course, when you have a, a bunch of kids and you go on holiday and you live on a remote tropical island, what do you want to do? Uh, you want to you go shopping. You want to go to the movies. Uh, yeah. That's exactly right. That's funny. So you've published three books, um, I, I assume, that have emanated, you know, come out of this uh, understanding of, of what life is like on a tiny island. Your first book was Island Life, and then you published Island Beauty, and now your new book is called Island Style. Uh, tell us a little bit about the series. 
again, you know, I, I had a friend who was in publishing. She said, you live uh, a remarkable life on an island. You should share it. Uh, do an interiors book. Uh, interiors felt um, natural to me. Uh, my father, having been an interior designer, we, David, my, my David and myself were, were very passionate um, about the look and feel. Um, and so it felt right that we would then do a coffee table book. I'm always nervous when people generously say you are an author and published of three books. My books take literally 20 minutes on the loo to read. Um, <laughs> these, are, these are not deep books. But I think what they do do is they share, um, they, they certainly share a little bit of my life, uh, more than a little bit. Um, and I think they're, they're not so much deep design books. They're very much lifestyle books. Mm-hmm. So I, I talk about um, how we live as a family on an island, um, how we decorate the kids' rooms, how we like to move our tables around on the outside and take, uh, and take the benefit of living um, in good weather. Um, and, and there's a lot of the, the realities of life. There's a lot of uh, the, the crazy pets that we have. As I talk to you, I'm actually slightly nervous, we have a new kitten who is walking around the floor of my office and my fat dachshund is, is, trying, to, is trying to work out whether he should snack on the kitten or play with the kitten. Um, so, so as I talk to you, I am, I am a little cautious. <laughs> That's all right. The politics of island life. You may not be comfortable uh, being called an author or publisher, but I think it's unmistakable that you're an entrepreneur. Um, you've started numerous businesses, numerous endeavors, and your latest uh, is India Hicks. That's correct. Yes, definitely. I would wholeheartedly embrace that, that title, entrepreneur. Um, and again, I say that because I saw a cartoon recently, which was a, uh, an office building in a city. Uh, and it was clearly late at night, extremely late at night. And all the windows were dark except for one window. And that said, that is the window of the entrepreneur. Um, believe me, I am living that life right now. Um, the, the light never goes off in this office. Um, but it is, uh, I, I, I sort of have said that it's, it's, it's an overwhelming experience. It's a terrifying experience. But it's also an incredibly exciting experience. Um, I'm building a business uh, for um, other women to partner with me. And and there's something um, very, um, it's it sort of emotionally, um, it, it drives me emotionally every day, the fact that I am doing this with other women. So what that means is that is that I have brought out a lifestyle brand. Um, we have collections of handbags and beauty and accessories, all um, beautifully crafted to the highest level. Um, our handbags are manufactured through the Ralph Lauren factories. Our fragrances were created by a world-class perfumer. We, we have spared no uh, time, energy, or resource on our products. And then I decided that I didn't want to go into retail. I didn't want to have my products sitting on the cold shelves of Bergdorf Goodman or Nima Marcus. I had so many stories to tell uh, that I, I really loved the idea of getting back into the heart of a home um, and, and running this business. It's not exactly a trunk show business because a trunk show is where someone turns up, they do the show, and then they move on. We, we, are, we have over 500 women right now who are partnered with us, and they run this as their business. So they'll buy into our business. They'll, they'll choose what we call a starter kit, uh, which has a sampling of everything. They'll lay it out on their kitchen table. They'll call some girlfriends open. They'll open up a very good bottle of wine, uh, and they'll shop and have fun and gossip and tell their own stories. And then, of course, uh, the, the, the hostess or our ambassador, as we call them, uh, then gets commission from the sales. 
hopefully somebody at that party gets inspired and excited and thinks, you know what, I love this. I, I, I don't want to go back into a full-time job. I am looking for something to do. I don't want to spend the time and energy of actually starting my own company. This is a brilliant partnership. They then join us as well. They then run this as their business. So it, it's, a, it's an amazingly um, energetic community of women that we have. These are bright, savvy, smart women who are joining us. They've probably worked in a previous life. They probably gave that job up in order to be a mother. They are now looking for something again in their lives. I also find that an awful lot of our women who are coming to us, and, and probably I'd say our average age is in their 40s, these women have, have been such good mothers, such good daughters, such good partners, that they've really lost themselves somewhere along the line. And what I love about this business is, again, this is for them. They are building this for themselves. Uh, they still are the good mother and the daughter and the partner. They're still running the household because the business allows them the time to do that. But they are now doing something that they can really build to any level they want. Um, and, and we are handing them the tools to do that. So it, 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 it's an amazing concept and idea. Of course, we certainly didn't invent it. It's been around for ages. Uh, the Avon lady, Amway, all of those examples are the way we're doing it is, is somewhat different. I feel that it's quite, I love to say it's sexy and fresh and upbeat and different. Um, and, and those are for many different reasons. Um, but, but, but I think that the woman who's joining us probably has never considered doing this before is now coming on board and really finding uh, finding themselves and finding a great deal of satisfaction. Wow. Well, that is a, a, an amazing um, new endeavor, uh, the, the most recent of many that uh, India Hicks has been responsible for creating. You can learn more information about that endeavor at indiahicks.com. If you're here on 30A next week, you have a, a rare and special opportunity to meet and interact with India personally on Monday, November 2nd. Um, she will be at the Hub 30A from 10 a.m. to noon. She will be at Nicole Paloma's uh, new location at Monet Monet in Grayton Beach from 3 to 5 p.m. And this is all part of the Hive pop-up experience, which is a Colleen Duffley production. And India, uh, we're so excited to have you back here on 30A. We enjoyed having you, your family visit and, and uh, you, your five children, your, your wonderful husband. And we uh, are excited to have you back here uh, with us, if only for a brief period of time. Well, I can't wait to get back, and, and, and I really had tr tried to plan to spend a whole weekend there. I have a real soft spot for 30A. Um, it, I, I love everything about it. I love the fact that you you you, you do have this um, amazing community of people. Um, I love going spinning when I'm there. Uh, I love going to the markets when I'm there. I love spending time on your beaches. Um, you, you have a special place there. And you love going to the movie theater. And I love going to the movie theater. <laughs> All right. We look forward to seeing you next week, India. Thank you so much. And uh, we will um, uh, be sharing your interview and your story with all of our fans. And we appreciate your time. Mike, thank you very much for this time. And I really look forward to seeing you next week. 